Hey, I'm Jesse. I don't know what happened this morning. I don't know what you've got waiting on you today, but I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for the Holy Spirit's anointing on you as you share your faith and then prepare to coach the person who gets saved to share his or her new faith with others. All right, let's pray. God, I lift up my brother and sister in Christ to you. I pray that your Holy Spirit's anointing would be palpable upon their lives. I pray, God, that we would obey the Great Commission and make disciples and then pass it forward as they go and make disciples. In all of this, we rest everything we know upon your promise in the Great Commission to be with us always, even to the very end of the age. So no matter how crazy the headlines are, today, and no matter what is on someone's plate today, I pray that we would know you're near, that we would sense your Holy Spirit's presence and anointing, and that it would, in stark juxtaposition, cause the trials and tribulations that await us or have already befallen on us, we're waiting on us to wake up, all of them would just shrink in perspective compared to the greatness of your anointing on our lives and this calling the Great Commission. Thank you for it, Jesus, because it makes anything that we do, regardless of the, the variety of our vocations, eternally significant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to share, share with you from Romans chapter 5. All right, there's this teaching about perseverance through trial. Man, I'll preach about that all day. I'm going to preach to myself as I do it, but there's one verse that I want to point out. It's necessary to remember for evangelism and now teaching others to evangelize as well. This is Romans chapter five, verse five. This hope, meaning the hope that comes about through the endurance of trial and affliction, will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. This hope's not gonna disappoint you. You're not going to share your faith with a thousand people and get shot down and be absolutely fruitless and feel disappointed as though you wasted your time. You're not going to get to the end of your days expecting God to have existed all along only to be left high and dry. You're not gonna endure hardship that produces faith and produces hope and then be disappointed with the result. This hope will not disappoint you. This hope will not disappoint you. All right, this is, this is what Romans 5.5 5 is about. This hope will not disappoint us. You're, you're, you're betting on God, and that's the safest bet. That's not even a gamble. It's, you're not going to be disappointed with what God does through you as you obey his great commission. This hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out in our hearts. What has been poured out? It's God's love. How did we teach you to share the gospel? You begin with John 3.16, God's love. God's love has been poured out. You are very much a customer of the same service you, you advertise. You are a Dodge salesman who drives a Dodge. As you evangelize, you do so with full integrity because the very love of God you're inviting others into has been poured out in your own heart too. It's been, uh, you hear the, the operative word here, poured out. It's not, it's not given to you sparingly. God gives us this spirit without measure. God's love has been poured out in our hearts, and then specifically Romans 5, 5 expresses exactly how, and this is, as we have said from the very beginning of this series of utmost primacy, it's through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. We've talked in our apologetic series about how experientialism alone is not sufficient, and, it, but, and we've talked about how the primacy of Scripture and the, the Holy Spirit is, is incredibly important. But remember what it was like when you confessed Jesus as Lord. That was an experience. You did experience the Holy Spirit. 
You cannot, as Dr. John Piper says, logic your way to salvation. Come upon the five scriptures that we've shared, kind of deduce the formula and pull out your graphing calculator and say, therefore, I'm loved by God. This, this is a miracle of the Holy Spirit who's poured out. This is not going to disappoint you. This is the most worthwhile endeavor you're going to take today. It could be that you work in the medical field and your job is saving lives, but every life that you save ultimately will pass away one day. Those who you lead to Christ will be healed of sin forever, will be saved forevermore. This hope will not disappoint you because God's love has been poured out on your heart through the Holy Spirit of God God has given to us. So it's not all on your shoulders. You don't have to be a life coach. You don't have to feel like you suddenly become a seminary professor. In fact, don't pretend to be one. You can be forthright and honest with the person that you've evangelized about your own feelings of inadequacy on this matter. We're all imposters in that regard. It's all about the Holy Spirit anyway. We are mere vessels. We're mere vessels for the Holy Spirit of God. So the same Holy Spirit has come on your heart, caused you to repent from sin, and has caused you to exhibit supernatural amounts of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. You look back at your past self and you don't even recognize that person. That same Holy Spirit is now upon the person that you've evangelized. So that same Holy Spirit that's poured out on your heart has poured out on the heart of the person you've evangelized. That same Holy Spirit's gonna pour out on the heart of someone that they evangelize. It's not all on your shoulders, man. This is a miracle of the Holy Spirit of God. You will not be disappointed as you press on both in evangelism and teaching others how to evangelize. Are you ready? Go make disciple makers.